Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, and this is the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. This radio show is a gift to everyone who encounters it, and I just want to thank you for sharing with me your feelings and um, just your gratitude for the show. And, um, you know, we have some exciting, exciting guests coming up um, in July and August and September. During the month of June, we are on um, summer, summer mode. Um, I should say partial summer mode. We will only be on the air this Thursday, and then the rest of June I am off. Um, and then we will be back on the air, though, all, every single Thursday starting in um, July, and then onward we go. Um, we're going to be changing some things. We're going to be uh, adding music and advertisers to our show um, because uh, we work with artists, musical artists all over the world, and um, we are going to the, um, be actually playing some of the music at the intro, playing it during the break, um, before the uh, commercials. You won't be inundated with a lot of it, but there are just so many people that want to uh, reach the listeners of the Spirit Seeker radio show. The other thing that's going to be added is, um, you know, I, I actually have two hours a day that I am able to do broadcasting, and Blog Talk Radio was bought out by another company, and they're doing so many fabulous things. And um, I will be adding some daily meditations. I'm not sure uh, what day of the week that will be, but you will be able to start your morning off with a wonderful guided meditation on your way to work or before you go to work, um, depending on what time I do it. And um, there's just other surprises coming. Okay, so before I bring my guest on, I just want to mention a couple more things. The um, the June issue, of course, is online, and Spirit Seeker was just at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in Chicago this last weekend. We will be at the Celebrate Your Life conference um, this next weekend. Um, actually, I leave tomorrow morning, and you will find Spirit Seeker in every single bag. And then we will also be, we're a sponsor of the Afterlife conference in Chicago in September, and we are a sponsor of the Skokie Park uh, Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in um, August in um, in Chicago. We also will be in Springfield, Illinois, at um, a uh, conference coming up in uh, July, or I'm sorry, June rather. It's coming up June 23rd, 24th. We will not be there, but the magazine will be there. So there's lots of conferences in the Midwest. We were uh, just um, at the Pagan Picnic over the weekend, and we will um, also be at the Crystal Festival in uh, St. Louis. So we ship magazines to all of those events. Our online edition is larger. I mention this only because um, people love the Vedic astrology. That uh, It's this old, old man in the Himalayan mountains who gives us our Vedic astrology each and every month, and it's only online. So there's going to be more and more digital-only um, items that Spirit Seeker will be offering. So to be part of what's happening and to know when the radio show is and to be eligible for drawings for books, CDs, DVDs, tickets to events, you must join our email list. So please, please take the time to go to the Spirit Seeker site, www.spiritseeker.com. There's a, a click right there that you click for the email newsletter and, um, and join us. And take a look at the site because it's about to look very different. Or you can send me an email to info at spiritseeker.com asking to be added to the uh, email list. Okay, so that is it for announcements. I'm now going to bring on my guest, Beatrix Quintana. I have known Beatrix for um, many, many years, and um, I just can't say enough uh, wonderful things and gratitude for our, um, for the universe and God lining us up together. Um, Beatrix is, has been on the front edge as a dynamic teacher from the very beginning of time, it feels like. Um, and that, that's not to mean she's ancient. It just means that she has had a life devoted um, to helping people through astrology, through tarot, through just her kindness and generosity. Um, she, uh, she has books, DVDs, books, CDs. She has jewelry, spirituality on a string. She has her infamous Living by the Light of the Moon book that she has been doing um, since 1997. And so um, Beatrix is my, my dear, dear friend, and she is on the air with me the first Thursday of every single month. This is our devotion and our gift to, um, gift to everyone, and we're, um, we always have fun. So Beatrix, are you there? I'm here. Okay. I'm here. So, and very excited. <laughs> Why, you know, 
Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Have you seen the little vignette of the girl that catches the foul ball with her beer? Have you seen it? Oh, anyway, there's over two or three million people that have watched it, and it's my nephew's girlfriend. (laughs) It's so funny. I'll send you the link. So cute. So anyway, I'm just excited about it. No, it's not very metaphysical, but it's just kind of fun when something like that happens. Yes, it is. Like, in the middle of everything else that's happening, it's nice to have something fun. <laughs> exactly. Well, she just, like, the foul ball just landed in her glass of beer at the pod, at the Padre Stadium. And now she's been invited to be on the Ellen Show. And, like, all these people are calling her and proposing to her and, like, all this fun stuff. So, anyway, I've just been watching it and while I was waiting for you and I was, just had to share it because it was on the tip of my tongue. I mean, oh, my God. I was at the baseball game in St. Louis like last that. night. That's like, and there were these little kids, these little tiny kids that raced down as close as they could get because we were right by the field. And they had their baseball gloves just waiting to catch a fly ball, you know. Oh, but yeah. I can't even imagine it landing in your cup of beer. Like, that's hey, almost like. So, <laughs> so weird. You can see my my little niece is there with her. And she's photographed the whole thing, and now it's on CNN. It's on everything. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, that is fabulous. Okay, send me the link. Fun. I'd love to see it. It's okay, so so happy. Beatrix, what what is going on with our June? I mean, we're halfway through I, the year. We're like, I mean, sorry. Okay, I, yeah, you go ahead. You tell us. Pretty over the year? I mean, holy moly. It's not over, but. There's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have to think about those volcanoes. Now, remember, Uranus dropped out of Aries into Taurus. And so the electrical current of Uranus that rules our future and innovation and technology and um, rebellion has gone from being in Aries down into the Earth sign. And so the a week before it drops down there, we have Hawaii. Oh, my God. That's going on. That volcano is going on and on and on. So Mother Earth is having quite a shock having Uranus there. And now, um, he said one of my... Native American friends who's who's a great prophet, her name's Maria Yesboro. She had a special ceremony at her house the other night and she was in direct contact with Pele and Pele basically told her if the fire shoots straight up that the Pacific brim's gonna open. And if the fire from the you know, the the volcano in Hawaii just if the if the um, lava just rolls over, that everything's going to be fine, and it's not going to take a long time to get over this shock. So, but then right after she had the ceremony, it was on the news that the the fountain of light from the from the volcano went up what thirty thousand feet or something. So then I was holding my breath. Okay, let's see if this prophecy is correct. And what, a week or ten days later, we have now Guatemala. So I called her up on the phone, and I'm like screaming, help, what's going on? Anyway, she said, well, the rim will all get activated, and it's going to go all the way around. But do not worry, it's going to take 20,000 years. (laughs) So evolution takes a long time, so we don't have to get into a, a hurry up about it. But also, I mean, the fact that the ground was 700 degrees hot and the people couldn't even walk on it. I mean, this is like major. So we really well, you have hardly see you see hardly anything about Guatemala on the news. It's just really crazy, you know that. 
you know, there's a and small then, vignette, and then, but I think that's because the news people can't get in there because the ground is so hot, it's melting everybody's shoes and the tires on the trucks and everything. Oh, my God, Justin, I never thought CBS about that. Pretty good. They're in there. CBS is there. So try that news. You'll get more information. But, I mean, this morning the death toll was up to, I think, 90, whereas the days before it would, uh, was only up to, like, 17 or 18. Wow. But we really need to look at the fact that Mother Earth is telling us something. And there's definitely a change happening on an internal level with her that she's spouting out, and it's actually changing the landscape. So what we have to do is look at there's definitely a recalibration happening, and it's important for all of us to go within and really look at what it is that we're recalibrating within ourselves and or what's necessary to recalibrate and how do we move through all of that and stay um, and stay totally devoted to the Mother Earth? She definitely needs some powerful attention. Do you think this part of Uranus moving into Taurus and um, asking us to be more aware of Mother Earth and honoring one another? I really think so. I mean, there's a lot there. I mean, it's uh, Uranus moves every seven years into a new sign. So when it leaves um, Taurus, it's going to go into Gemini. So it's just going to hit all the elements. So we had fire with, um, you know, when it was in Aries, and that's when we had the Earth, when it jumped into Aries. That's when the tidal wave happened and all the radiation from Fukushima or whatever that right. that uh, place in Japan is where all the radiation now has entered the sea and, you know, and and then it oh, went the from... Hurricanes, the, the hurricanes, Puerto Rico, yeah. all of that, all of that. All of it, yeah. yeah. So it's important to pay attention to what's going on in your own life and what I've been told is that, you know, we're all moving into actually what was predicted by the Mayans, um, you know, with the Mayan prophecies, are now actually happening. And so the main thing is, is everything's happening so fast now that it's important for people to learn to work with their intuition rather than their mind. If you get... If you sit around trying to figure things out mentally, you're you're gonna miss miss it. You gotta go up, ask for your truth, and get the truth from your own higher self, and move accordingly. But there's not time to figure it out, to weigh and balance, to to figure it all out. So you know, and we're looking at the people that stay on the land. I mean, in Hawaii, it just all the people that are staying on their land because they're afraid their houses are going to get looted. Hello, their houses are going to get buried in the lava. Right. I mean, what's real here? Well, it's just, there's always hidden, like they're saying, I mean, one of the theories is that oil fracking caused these volcanoes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's no way to prove that as yet. But there have been other situations with earthquakes, and like Mexico had an earthquake, and they cleaned it all up very quickly because yeah. they knew that the buildings were substandard. And I think on some level, the universe is recalibrating. We're That's all right. being asked to raise the bar. We're being asked to raise the bar. And you know what is tragic about Puerto Rico? Okay, I'm I'm sorry, Probably but my Puerto heart Rico just goes out. Another horrible story. Right. Well, and and the the government of our dear country has totally manipulated the figures on the death totals and everything else. I know. And this is, I know. And this is what's happening now. They have boarded up schools and areas where people they there's nothing left. There's still no electric. Guess who's coming in and buying up all the land? The Trump developers. Well, what? who knows? 
Yeah, right. yeah. Who knows? But Trump tried there with a uh, a golf course, and he failed abysmally. So he, but but the whole thing is it's a false manipulation. They are manipulating the economy so that the um, Puerto Ricans will flee. Then they're not giving them voting rights. If they come to Florida, they're saying you can't vote. The you know they're Americans. They've always I didn't know about that. That's horrible. Oh yeah, the, the Puerto Ricans have never had the right to vote in the U.S. elections, even though they are U.S. citizens. I'm not sure why, but now they're coming to the mainland because they have nowhere to go. And and what they're doing is they're going to make it the playground of the rich and famous. Is what they're saying, and that's why FEMA was cut off because they're like, oh wait a minute, we've got an opportunity here. And it's just, it's disgusting. The same thing with uh, Argentina right now. You know, I mean, there's just problems all over. And then America is known, not just America, but wealthy um, investors are known for going in and manipulating. And, you know, the Argentinian people are afraid that the oil people are going to come in and take over their country. So it's it's, it's like we're in these really weird times. And Beatrix, we all need your help. I, I, you know, I have the gift of sight. We both do. And I I just, I don't know how to explain it, but when I see the buses that have whole children's car seats from back to back, every row filled with them, and they've overflowed all of the ICE detention centers, which, by the way, are owned by investors, Sessions and the rest of them. They've overflowed that they're now going to military bases. And the reason they're separating these kids from their parents is because they did some kind of, they changed in February 2017 in preparation for what they're doing now. They manipulated this thing to where when the illegals are arrested, they do not have to, they don't have to uh, alert anyone. They can hold them for five years without doing anything. So they're taking the kids away from the parents because the par- the parents will now be held for minimum five years. And it's because Jeff Sessions was upset over marijuana being legalized and all of those people leaving the prisons that he owns. He's heavily invested. They're privatized. And so he wants his new slave labor. So in Nixon, in his era, he wanted to get rid of the hippies, and he wanted to get rid of the blacks. So what he did was he arrested people for marijuana. So people for one joint could be held up. I mean, they've been in year, in jail for years. So now all of a sudden where the, the hippies are, like, old enough and strong enough to say, are you fucking, excuse me, are you absolutely kidding me? So now Sessions has lost all of his free slave labor, and the new slave labor is the people crossing the border. And these children, 18 months and older, are being held. They're putting 10 to 12 people in a cage. In a cage. They have no blankets, no pillows. All they have is a little tin thing that looks like a, um, it's a a heating thing. In case they get cold, they can put that on top of themselves. That's pretty horrible. It's the worst. It's in the United Nations condemned it, but they don't care. So Beatrix, tonight, with the astrology for June, since this is all happening right now. I mean, I am blogging about call your Congress people, and I've been calling the Missouri Congress people, and they're saying no one's calling. You're the only one calling every day. I'm like, well, that's about to change because I'm going to go on an advocacy rant. So everyone listening to this call tonight, we're going to get off this in a minute with this political stuff, but it's important for all of us to call your Congress people and say, this is how Hitler got in power, by the way, by ignoring, if it's first, it's going to be the illegals, and then not right now, it's going to be anyone that's not white. This could, this is going out of control here, and I'm not a gloom and doom person. You've known me for however long, Beatrix. I'm not a gloom and doom person, but something has to shift here. It's a so big what shift. Can we, what can we do with the astrology for this month to to help each and every one of us? What can we do? to focus on making this a better place for all of us. Well, on a bigger level, what everybody has to do is that we won't be free of anything until we give up judgment. So judgment has got to get eliminated on this planet, and acceptance needs to be turned around. When you have the acceptance, there's no resistance, and there's only freedom and only truth. But truth can't even be existing Unless, um, unless judgment's gone. So it's very important for everybody, like listening to what you've just said to me is just one horrific nightmare. I mean, it's beyond the beyond of nightmares. And who knows what's going to happen after next week when 
Um, they have the big uh, meeting with the... Uh, oh, the summit. Right, the summit yeah. where where Kim Jong-un wants to stay in a $6,000 yeah. a night room. And they and, and he's meeting with other governments, but of course they're asking the U.S. government to pay for the tab. And who is who is Trump taking? Dennis Rodman, Sean Hannity, and his brat pack. All of the little brats, of the course. little Trump brats are all going. I mean, they are not... Oh. Beatrix, please help me. I'm in judgment, but I'm not. This is when my psychic gifts opened up, and this is for all of you on this call. When your psychic gifts open up and you see everything, it's very challenging to know whether you're judging or discerning. So I worked with the word discernment for a year the minute I really realized (laughs) that, oh, my goodness, you're seeing things and you're seeing where there's incongruencies. You're not judging, you're discerning. So let's talk about that, Beatrix. Let's talk about the discernment, seeing it, calling it what it is, but not judging it. Well, judgment kills everything. Discernment is like intestines. The best symbology for discernment is is the way energy enters your body and it decides to go to the lower base through the intestines, or whether it's going to go up into the energy fields of the higher uh, chakra system. So you have to look at that all energy has both function and non-functional energy. It it has positive and negative. It has things that will energize you and things that you need to get rid of. So all of this is a part of what we bring in to ourselves and how we release it. So you have to learn discernment to learn what the energy is, what needs to stay, and what needs to go. And so, um, whereas judgment just blocks it, stops it, and um, eliminates any freedom of choice. Do you understand? So with your discernment, what you want to do is you have to look at the whole picture. It's like, okay, this is coming in, and how does it go out? How does, what do we want to keep, and what do we want to release? So that's what you would be looking at. It's like the body, any density that enters the body gets you know, sent out through the doorway of the intestines and and then um and also any any energy that's going to be good for you as fuel goes in through the solar plexus and up to the higher chakra. So this is how you get your vitality and um the discerning part of you gets rid of what's no longer needed. But there's no judgment attached to what it, it's like. Okay, this isn't this is dense. It doesn't work to make the the standard of excellence good. So boom, it goes out the door. But if you judge it, you go nasty, horrible, yucky thing. You keep it here through your judgment. Right. Right. So, because judgment, of course, in miracles says judgment of any kind creates separation. And um, and then also, of course, miracle says we're never upset for the reason we think, and every upset is a setup. And the course of miracles, right. in case you don't know what I'm talking about, is this channel set of books that really, other than the Bible, you know, this is like I, I recommend each and every person on planet Earth read the course of miracles. It's a little challenging. It's good to start, you know, join a study group, but people all over the world read the book if it's the 220th day of the year people all over the world are reading that same lesson on the 220th day and there's power in you know just like these calls yeah yeah knowing that Beatrix and I come together the first Thursday of every single month and all of you coming here on the call and telling your friends there's a group energy of all of us synergistically coming together and um and Beatrix right now like we're in Gemini we're in Gemini like communication 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 and I I love your post remember communication is also community so Mm -hmm. the third house in astrology is communication and it's ruled by Gemini but it's also 
your community and how your community, how your communications affect the way your community um, has your back, keeps you safe. So we've got, if we keep destroying energy through judgment and communicate from the negative, we're not going to develop a community that will be in loving service to humanity and keep the earth moving forward beyond all this ugliness that's going on right now. There's only one aspect of what's going on is all this ugliness that you've just been describing, and it's pretty horrible. But what's happening is money, which it sounds like a lot of the stuff you were talking about is greed, but the money and all that stuff, those people are panicked. Because money is not really the top uh, contender anymore. It's slipping down into a whole other realm. And so they're, you know, they're grabbing whatever they can grab out of total greed, which will not last. It will not make it. And so we have to continue to return to love, return to love, and move beyond the soul sickness of the greed and the money and the battling of the war and anything that doesn't have love in it is a soul sickness. So really pray for the elimination of that to be eliminated so people can return to love. And that's how the place is going to get saved. Living through your intuition and opening to the idea of acceptance and love. We can't even get to the fifth dimension until we can do that. So we're just scrambling around, grasping at straws. But the magic of the the time that's coming, which is beyond all this horror, you'll be able to... You won't need money to buy land or a house or... You just... You'll be able to manifest it, bippity bappity boo. Right, just like that. Yeah, so it's like a manifestation that's going to start happening when people get rid of the idea that the concept of money creates greed and. Um, How interesting! So it's the polarity. Yeah, totally. But if you, you know the, the Hindus, the Hindus of of okay, the t- okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that the Hindus for the most part, are very poor, and they um, they accept that as their as their way of life. But there is the Tamil sect of India. It's more Siddhai masters have come from the Tamil area of, of India, and they teach something different. They teach that you get your financial um, things handled first, and then you can aspire toward more more doing God's work because if you are living in um, and they talk about this in the secret if you're living in desperation of how do I pay my house payment how do I do I have enough food it's root chakra survival do I do I have enough to do this do I have enough to do that when you're living in that arena it's very difficult to sit and meditate for hours at a time yeah, or, no, or you're, you're, yeah. you're blocked right. off from your creative aspects right and, and this is the year of gener- I'm sorry go ahead Beatrix go ahead no, that's all right. You're talking about something very powerful. Right. But it and is. So the that's Tamil... right. You have to look at what you're communicating and how is that creating a space of safety from your community. Right. So there's a real riddle here for people to really look at the results or the karma that gets created from talking. So... If you want to create your community to be a protective space that supports your well-being or the well-being of all those in the community, you got to talk better. Okay, remember, what's the first law? The first arcane law on this planet is the law of of well, the law of light, which is awareness. And it says, and it's the first thing in the book of Genesis, where it says, let there be light, and there was light. So what you say manifests. All right? So it's like 
Trump, he knows how to do this. I mean, he's screaming fake news, fake news, fake news. And now everybody is hypnotized on the planet. They don't believe in any of the news. And so, and that's really, really sad that he knows how, he's a Gemini, by the way. So he knows, he understands the idea of what you say manifests. So the second yep. arcane law, the first one is um, the law of sound, which is what you say manifests. So when you look at communication, manifests your community and or how you are protected by the group unification, what you have said has created that. So... If you want to change it, you got to change your language. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. So then the second, second law of, of the arcane laws is the law of sound, and then comes the law of direction. So every time you speak something, it creates like an arrow going to a target, and that enough arrows like he did with this fake news thing and he so enough arrows go to the target through the power of sound what do you create? You create a, a, enough places go to this direction and it becomes true. It becomes part of um, a, a, an accumulation and that accumulation becomes a manifestation of something in form. Okay? So you've got this whole thing. That's why you got to really watch out what you say. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, the law of direction takes place and it ricochets back and becomes the third law of the arcane structure, which is the law of attraction. So once the ricochet of direction happens, you get the law of attraction and you attract it whatever comes in front of you is a direct representation of what you have said okay I always tell the tell the story of the law of attraction that when I was first entering metaphysics I thought oh I need a new TV and I kept saying a new TV a new TV and my brother shows up at my front door saying, Sis, I, I just cleaned out the storage unit and I brought you a TV. Well, it was like one of those little TVs that are about two pounds and they had like, you put them in your kitchen to watch soap operas in the old days. Anyway, now you have other forms of... But I said, oh, wait a minute, I could have had a V8. I needed to say I need a big TV. You know, now you can get, now I'm in the process of manifesting a nine-inch one. But anyway, you've got to really look at everything you put out. So then the law of attraction shows you, okay, this is what I'm attracting right now. Now, what do I really, then you do like the, you know, you kind of do the checking out what shows up in your life and what you have attracted. And how do you want to, redefine that so you go back to the law of sound and you redefine oh wait thank you for the little tv but i really wanted a big tv it's a redefinition so you refine you refine what you've manifested through your language and then it comes back again and the redefinition turns turns into the next level, I can't remember. I think it's the law. Anyway, it turns into the manifestation manifestation of that which you've redirected. And then once you get that, you keep doing this every day. Everything you say says manifests and directs, and you redefine, you redefine. And the more you get that, you get the final law of the land here, which is the law of infinite awareness. And when you have the law of infinite awareness, you're constantly manifesting, but there's no judgment. There's, oh, I manifested this, but I need to redefine it. The redefinition 
or refining something is not making it wrong. It's just advancing it. So what we have to do is look at all the stuff that's happening in our government right now and look at what we need to say about it Well, beyond making it wrong. And how can we re-attract it in a new way or have it recalibrate so that we can have a community of support instead of a community of destruction? Right. I mean, so that's this how is I... The deal. Yeah, so this is the deal, Beatrix. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's like we, we're going to do readings in a minute. You guys have all been patient. But here's the thing. I love how you teach recalibration and redirection. Those words right there, you always talk about recalibrating, and and now you use the redirection of our energy. And it's really, you know, it's this whole thing. We have an opportunity. I mean, I feel like Trump has brought up all the crap that we, I mean, who would have known? Who would have known how big of an influence Russia was with all of our, not all, but many of our elected officials? Who would have ever known? Who would have ever known? You know, who would have ever, you know, I knew the politi- uh, the prison system was, you know, pretty jaded. But now Trump's trying to privatize the military. And, um, you know, Blackwater, who is Eric Prince, who is Betsy DeVos's brother. I mean, it's all, like, very interlinked. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Betsy DeVos and her family owns the companies that process the student loans of the students in America. And, oh, and Obama... Yeah, Obama, did you know all this? Maybe you didn't, but Obama put a cap on the late fees because he knows these millennials are in trouble. They've overborrowed, they can't pay back, they can't get jobs. And, you know, I work in real estate. So in real estate, they had to change the whole qualification with FHA housing for these kids, these millennials that are living in the basement of their parents' homes because they have so much student debt they can't get out from underneath it right. and so they used they used to take the whole student debt and then there was no way they could qualify for a loan so then during obama they were able to switch it to where they only took their monthly payment as a penalty like they looked at their monthly payment so maybe it's five hundred dollars so that was calibrated into their um you know ability to qualify for a loan obama also took like the highway robbery break the legs kind of thing uh interest and late fees and late fees and late fees and late fees so that when a student made their payment of two hundred dollars a hundred and fifty dollars went to interest and late fees late fees whatever so obama got that limited the very first month that betsy devos was in office after she spent millions and millions and millions buying her little bribery votes to get her into this position trump and betsy took off the cap on the late fees so she's on this committee that is supposed to be investigating the problems with the schools and the violence. She just got grilled, I mean majorly grilled, and not one ounce of her attention is going toward the gun problem. Exactly. Because I they're, that. Yeah, right. They're breaking down the school systems. They're breaking down our democracy. And guess what? We will all survive this, but we all have to come together, and we have to be aware. We have to call our congresspeople. We have to not judge. We have to just look at it like it's all coming up for clearing and recalibration. Yes, it this is. is an, uh, it's an 11-year, and you've taught us this, Beatrix, 11-year is all about service. And if we can be of service in the highest order, we will win. It's not so much winning, but we're, we're all going to have a state of grace. So this 11-year, which explain to us, and then we'll start readings, Beatrix, one more time, how can we take this 11-year and work with what's going on? The 11-year is the year of universal completion. So everything that comes up, you know, that we get annoyed about is something that needs to be completed. It's just like you're talking about discernment rather than judgment. Discernment works with the cycles of nature and brings in what works and lets go of what doesn't. So, universal completion, which is all about this year, is it's a, the year is so vast, it's so huge, that you just have to take sort of little parts of it at a time. And um, as, it re, as you recalibrate it, and it redefines itself, then you can set up spaces of safety on the land where you can feel protected and unified and 
in a sense of grace. I mean, some of the people that have been, they're buffoons. The right. buffoonery right now is so hugely obvious, and it's like, okay, what are we going to complete? We're going to complete this school thing. We're going to complete... Um, buffoonery, we're going to complete everything that's happening right now needs to be completed and done with. So it's the last hurrah. And uh, everything is, the universe is going to come up and work every one of these systems and work it all the way through to the end till what uh, the Dalai Lama keeps talking about is obsolescence. Everything that becomes obsolete is done, and it will be opening to a new. So whatever the government's doing right now, or these the buffooneries are doing right now, they're assisting in the universe completing and certain areas becoming obsolete. But if we keep judging it, we bring it back to life. we got to go, okay, that's a done deal. Done, let's move on. Next Monopoly board coming up. Do you understand? Yeah. So that you, you don't want to stay stuck on yippee skippy, this gal, the little blonde cutie pie, whatever, that's the educational lady, DeVos, I think. I mean, some of the things that she says, it's like you can't stop laughing. It's like, are you serious? You know, so it's so obvious that right. that whole system that she supposedly represents is dying. There's She is allowing for it to die, and that's what happens. Anything that that she's not touching is becoming obsolete, and that's what we have to be in charge of. Do you understand or be accepting of so that it will die and the birth of something new will come about? Amen, uh, amen, amen. And, you know, we're all smarter than this, Beatrix. We all have to come together, and I and we have to vote. I mean, we have to vote. We have to vote. Sure. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the apathy that we've had has to end. And, you know, so this is a little bit intense, listeners. I get it. But you know what? We're in Gemini, and it's all about communication. Yeah. And we need- communication <laughs> and community. Right. Oh, I love that, Beatrix. I love using that. your mind, using your mind in a way to um, to advance the planet, advance. And remember, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is a messenger from the gods. So anything that comes flying down to you during this time period is a messenger, like Betsy DeVos. Oh my God, she's a messenger. She's a messenger to tell us that. Whatever she's dealing with is obsolete. Do you understand? There's no power right. in it. It's not going to work. Right. So let's let that go and move to something more exciting. Let's vote somebody else in. Okay. So we're going to do readings. And here's the deal. Oh, okay. I'm going to say, well, unless you want to go to new moon, and, um, new moon and full moon this month briefly. Do you want to just really fast tell us what we can do well, with Well, uh, wait a minute. Let me see what they are. I know them. We're in the Sagittarius moon right now, which is to open up new rituals. And I've got my calendar here. Let me get my glasses on. So the next moon is is uh, is just the 13th, and that's the new moon in Gemini. This is when you want to write your new your new manifest list and use the law, the arcane laws, to make it happen. Write it down. Say it out loud. Watch. Direct it with the power of your intention. See what comes back. What needs to be redefined, and what needs to be obsolete, and then move on. You see what I mean? It's like you have a great time to use the power of Gemini. Okay, and then we have summer solstice coming up on the twenty-first, which is all about looking to see what you have planted this year and how are you going to fertilize that for the summer? What are you going to add to 
it, so it creates itself. And what are you going to do, you know, to keep it going till harvest time? And then you've got the next moon is, oh yeah, yeah, is in Capricorn, which is all Capricorn's all about advancing the civilization, and it's extremely powerful. And Mars is in Capricorn right now. Pluto's in Capricorn, and I don't know, something else is in there too. I'm doing next year, so I get a little confused. But I, I no, I. I think Saturn might be in there as well. So as yes, it is. So you've got three power play planets that are the rule that are that are all about um, the government. Capricorn is all, all about the systems on this planet, which are all heading for decay and for obsolescence. So this is the full moon. This is when you want to write down everything that you'd like to get rid of. Or send away. So send away the the hollow-minded people that are, you know, in charge of this planet and replace it with some people that will bring the planet back to life and the system back to life. So you want to begin to... So that's going to be on the 27th. That's That'll be a recycling government, recycling systems for success, recycling the uh, marketplace for success and moving it. So there's there's a nice cyclical level of events happening each week to make this summer, as it moves forward in time, to set up spaces for support, not destruction. Do you understand? That's what you want to do. So, I'll bless you and leave you with that. <laughs> okay, that was perfect. I mean, because it is a busy month. And you can ah. use this Gemini energy and this new moon and, you know, and then we go into cancer, all about feelings. So use your mental ah. acumen and what you focus on expands. Don't forget that. What you focus on expands and thoughts are things. Don't oh. ever forget that. And all of us being here together, even though some of you are like, will they ever get to the reading? We're all connected. We're all connected. So all of this on some level will go out to the universe. We just sent it out because yang energy is sending it out. Yin energy is receiving it. And, you know, here we go. So we're going to do readings. I'm going to um, say the area code and then uh, in your first three digits of your phone number, then you will know that that's you. You will say, hi, I my name is, first name only, I am calling from, and my question tonight is, and so we're going to read for as many people as we can, and we are going to start with area code 770-322, 770-322. You are live on the air. Your first name, where you're calling from, and your question this evening. Hello? Okay, we're going to go to... It happens. Okay, we're going to go to uh, area code... Seven eight five 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 zero seven eight five 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 zero. You're live on the air. Hello, this is Tracy, and I'm calling from Lawrence, Kansas. From Lawrence, Hello. Kansas, Kansas. Yes. Cool. Thank you. What's your question? Um, I'm really wondering when um money will start to flow in for me. Okay. <clears throat> How do you feel about money? Do you love it? Kind of. I'm a Libra. Oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I, I got the your money issue is really a love issue, but it's not. I got the love attraction issue. So what we have to look at is the I would say maybe the law of attraction for you to really look at. What do you love about money? And what do you what do you love to spend it on? And what do you feel that you need to do to allow money to redirect itself towards you? Um, I really feel like what you talked about earlier with um your my voice and it really falls around me speaking the truth 
and yeah. leading with my voice. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good because you have to remember that, um, and that the law of sound is really important, especially where manifestation is concerned, which you know does bring money to you. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you start <clears throat> looking at, first of all, remember what does it say on the dollar bill? It says, "In God we trust." So trust is a huge issue. You need to start trusting that money will come your way. I mean, this is a very deep issue for you. So I feel that you have the ability... Oh, I got the Wheel of Fortune. So I'm right on here. So you have the ability to have good fortune financially in your life. It's just a matter of a few turns of the road. So Mm -hmm. let's have you write down... What you trust about money, how you want to trust money to come to you, and also what you love about money. You need to do a little homework. And then go shopping and go go drive around and shop and write down the things that you'd love to buy. I don't think you need to buy anything right now, but I think that you need to remember that you do like the attraction of the success that money gives you to purchase whatever it is you'd like. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I okay. would say that you will attract money in your life. You yeah. just have to screw your head on a little differently. Yeah. Tracy, I I pulled the card, fake it till you make it. So Good. they did okay. a study on, on Rodale Drive in Los Angeles, and one of the things that they did was they had a woman dress so hum, so so. She went into all the shops. It's sort of like pretty woman, you know. I mean, yeah. really, mm-hmm. it is. And then she dressed to the nines and went into those same stores, and it was black and white. So here's the deal: fake it till you make it. And then the other card I drew for you is Goddess Bridget. Don't back down. Stand up for what you believe is right. So there's some issue with your money thing, and I think when you do the exercise that Beatrix suggested, you will get it. You'll just look at it and you'll go, oh, my God, Uncle Marvin or okay. whatever. Somebody, Somebody's in your head with some deal about money, and it's in your family. Mm-hmm. It goes back two generations. And when you look at it, you're going to go, oh, my goodness, no wonder, no wonder. And then you're just going to clear this for your whole tribe, and you will move forward because money's all around you. You don't get the Wheel of Fortune card. <laughs> No. You know, you're you're on track. You just need to do a little bit of um, house cleaning. Yeah, okay. and being a Libra, you can have a tendency to be a little bit too judgmental. So don't be afraid to admit to people that you like money. Yeah, it's good. A lot of the, Camille, the Camille Hindus say it's okay, have money. The more money you have, then you have it to give to others. Right. Okay. I don't Sorry. like to admit okay. that, so that is the yeah. <laughs> yeah, get rid Guess of what? that. Yeah. Just yeah. like people who want to be powerful, they're afraid to say I am power. If they get if they're afraid to say it's because someone told them it wasn't wasn't cool to admit power. Like other people, oh it's not cool to admit that you like money. Well you've mm-hmm. obeyed that rule so strongly you've eliminated it. Yeah. We it's need to get that it's all energy. Yeah, and move it out so that you can now receive it and love it again. Okay? Thank you, okay. Tracy, for this question. You helped you. all of us. Okay, That's good luck. Thing. Stay tuned and let okay. others know about the show. Okay, thanks so much. Okay, thanks. Okay, all right. We're going to read for as many people as we can, so we're going to go a little bit faster. We're going to go to 7703. No, no, Beatrix, that was beautiful what you channeled. Okay, we're going to 770322. You're live on the air. Your name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Oh, dear, they're gone. They got bored with me. No, 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 they're there, but they're just not asking a question. Okay, we're going to go to New York. 917-538, you are live on the air. Hi. Hi. Hello. Your name, and and are you calling from New York? Hi. Yeah, it's Nisa. Nisa. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Hi. Okay, and your question tonight. Sorry? What's your question? I wanted to see what you see related to um, 
my uh, job. Do you see any improvement financially? Okay, let's look at the energy around you and your job. Looks like you need a new job. I have okay. here a yeah. card that's called the Ten of Wands, and the wands deal with our job, the way we work, where we work. And it's reversed, which says you're kind of in a job that doesn't have a future, or it doesn't give you the future that you want. So one of the things you need to do is either go to human resources and say, look, I really would like to have a future here and I need to step up my act. So how can I do that? Let's focus on, you know, advancing me to a better standard of excellence. Um, If you don't want to do that, what I would do is really start looking at where you feel Yes, I've done that. I've done that. I've stepped it up and I've talked to people. So now it's just why I'm asking, like, what do you see as a result of that action? Good. What I see see is an ending and a beginning, like what Beatrix said. This job is not going to work long term. The old must be released for the new to enter. And I know you're invested in this company. I know you want to stay. But unless... You can totally revision this whole thing and renegotiate. It's not going to work. Well, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm renegotiating right now. Good. So, okay. It's in the plans. That's in the making. That's what I'm doing. Well, I would hold the space then for that to occur. And I would also yeah. look for other jobs as well. So that well, you have. so successful in other jobs. Try them. Okay. All righty. That sounds the good. Other thing for you, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. The other thing is you need a rest. You got the rest, take a time out. You are oh, um, to it. You can't. What I'm you, trying you, to do right now, I'm working on that. I do need to rest, yeah. and I am resting. I have a weekend coming up. I can rest. Good. Okay. Okay. Well, good luck to you. But truly, Enjoy. if you do not get what you want, Move on. Okay, well, that we're is the going... plan for sure. Yeah, it's I know it's hard. Doing. Yeah. Okay, we are going to now go to seven eight five 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 zero. You are live on the air. Seven eight five 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 zero. Would you like to ask a question this evening? Okay, we're going to six three six five four three six three six five four three. You're live on the air. Yes, hello. Hello, what's My your question? My name is Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Hi. Hey, um, my my question is that uh, is my landlord going to be replaced by far far a different landlord? Is your landlord what? You going to get a new place? landlord? Is that what you want to ask? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's what I want to know. If I'm going to get a okay. new landlord. New landlord. You are definitely getting a new landlord. I feel you that. You know how soon? I would say right away because we're, when you deal with psychic energy, it deals with the moment. So I feel your new landlord will be more inspiring for you. I feel he'll be younger, filled with better ideas, and I have a feeling you'll like him a lot. And he'll listen. He or she she will listen to you, Barbara. You know, and that's the main complaint of all the tenants in this complex. They feel like they they don't listen. So yeah, you're in the right direction. You're going to get some relief, and bravo. Bravo. The guy's going to be good. good. Okay. Good luck. I'm so happy. No, we Does don't. Does it show how soon? Oh. Right no, away, we can't. Do yeah. It's well, soon, thank Barbara. You. Okay, thanks so much for yeah. calling. All right, well, thank you. Okay. You're All right. welcome. Okay. Okay. All right, Good so luck. we are complete for the for tonight, Beatrix. I cannot thank you enough. And remember, this Please is a podcast. send me your necklace. I have, okay, well, you will not believe this. I had, I took it to put it in the envelope oh, and the whole thing. No, no, no. The whole thing fell apart. 
<gasps> I picked up every single bead. It is now in this bag from Amachi's. Sorry. Then I took the astrology necklace and the 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 thing the the cancer symbol fell off. So they're both. Oh my god. Amachi, I know, but it's okay. I know it's you're gonna fix them. They're gonna be beautiful. I miss them so much. I wear both of them so much. Okay, so I I will mail them to you. Um, so listeners, here's the deal. We are off the air this the rest of this month. We have over 450 archived radio shows for your um, listening pleasure. They are podcasts. You can share them with people. All you have to do is take the link and share them with people. Beatrix and I will be back on the air the first um, Thursday in July, and then we have a full slate for July and into August and you know forevermore. But once again, info at spiritseeker.com. Ask to be added to our email list. We'll let you know when the radio show is, when the magazine's online. And we'll let you know all kinds of other good things, and you're eligible for drawings. Beatrix, thank you from my heart to yours. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, good night, everyone. Okay, we'll talk to you next month. Okay, bye. Bye.